What's up, motherfuckers? Got a very interesting episode for you today. Um, tonight, it's kind of this gentleman reached out to me uh, after the Swinger podcast came out um, because he was raised in a polygamous Mormon household. And I'm fascinated by that. So we're going to dig into that this evening. Naturally. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, we'll get to that in a second. Nothing. You wish you had an outline right now, don't you? No, you do. I, don't. I see. I see. No, I, no, I wish you would participate. I wish you would participate. So I don't have to just jump into telling a story, but that's fine. I'll just jump into telling well, a story. Well, you know what? I don't have the outline, so I don't know what the story's about, so I can't prompt it. He has a story for us. Go. <laughs> <laughs> You write the outlines. You didn't write an outline. What the fuck you like? The fuck are you talking about? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, I was in the fucking hot springs a few days ago, and I'm gonna preface this by saying I had a bathing suit on because I was there with a friend, and I'm not getting naked in front of friends, nor do they get naked in front of me. Good clarification there. Why? I don't know. I just think it's cute. <laughs> Well, it pertains to the story. That's why I'm saying it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sitting in this pool with a guy and a girl who are naked and another guy and a girl who are clothed and myself. And the guy and the girl that are naked, like, I've seen them both in there before. The other the couple, the other couple, like, they were visiting from out of town or some shit. Anyway. This dude starts talking about how small his dick is. And it's, it's obvious that he, like, sleeps with the, the naked girl that's in there from time to time, from what I can tell. But he starts talking about his small dick. And he's saying, like, I mean, he is just lining them up. And I don't know the dude, so I, like, I want to roast him. Like, I want to hit him with the small dick jokes, like, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> but I'm like, eh, I don't want to offend him either. But he keeps, like, going on about his small dick. So finally... The guy, have, what? Does he have a swimsuit on this whole time? No, this guy's naked. What? Okay, but okay, all right. So he's talking about his small dick while he's, while naked, he's naked, and everyone can look at his. I dick. mean, I guess technically everyone could look. I certainly didn't look, and I don't know that anybody else looked. He was under okay. like his dick was underwater, so you know, whatever. Not the point. <laughs> so um so the guy with the clothes on finally like i guess he couldn't fucking resist and he was like made a small dick joke at the dude so i was oh, like boy. oh it's, it's on it's on the door's open and i'm like bam, 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 bam. like because he, he like kept opening it up Aww. and but he, it was no like he want like I feel like he wanted this attention in this way because he kept talking about his small dick. Even when he's talking about fucking the girl that was sitting next to him, he's like, yeah, she likes small dicks. Like he kept <laughs> talking about the shit. And so I'm fucking sitting there and he says something. I, I make like I have to. I couldn't resist anymore. I make a small dick joke. Then I make another, you know, then I make another. And on the okay, third when one, is he crying? <laughs> When I make the third one, 
And I'm like biting my tongue. Like I have more, but I'm biting my tongue trying to like not like break this kid's heart. Yeah. And he's like, all right, enough is enough, man. Well, by the third one, he looks at me and he's like, you have a small dick. I bet you have a small dick. And I was like, and I'm laying, like, I got my arms. I'm laid back. Like, I was like, dog, you can think whatever you want. You're entitled to your opinion. I said, but I make a living off my dick. (laughs) Oh, my God. The whole pool. (laughs) The whole pool. (laughs) I'm glad you find that so funny. Oh, I do. See, sometimes it's good that I hear these stories right on the spot. You know, you get my natural reaction rather than me having to try and recreate it. (laughs) He fucking, everybody in the pool, just everyone, it was like you could hear a a pin drop. And the woman that was clothed. So no one laughed? They were all in shock. The woman that was clothed and was like, looks at me and she was like, do you do porn? I knew that's where everyone's minds would go. And they they had all like gone around like somebody was asking what everyone's sign was. And she was like, I mean, you're a triple Leo would make total sense. I was like, (laughs) uh, I said, not exactly. And then I like kind of explained what, what I do. And, um, and at the end of explaining it, I was like, and to be completely honest with you guys, like, I come here for inspiration and stories to talk about on my podcast. And this is 100% going to be on my podcast. So (laughs) FYI, (laughs) and the woman, like the guy and the girl that were closed, like were kind of interested and they were like, you know, how do we find it? Whatever. I told them how to find it. And she ended up following me. So I want to give a shout out to judge Sarah. If she's, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Uh, Told you I was going to talk about that shit. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I I was cracking the fuck up, man. Oh, that's amazing. Sounds like I need to go to some hot tubs or some hot springs. (laughs) Only the clothing optional ones. Yeah, those ones definitely create the best stories. Fucking cesspools. Um, Anyway, so, yeah, that's my little story. Amazing. Do you have a snap topic for us to talk about this week well, as well? I mean, What's we, happening on snap? We could talk about dick cheese. Ugh. Oh. Do we have to? I mean, we don't have to, but that's like been a pretty prominent topic throughout the week. Yeah. Okay. What do you want to talk about it? I don't know. I had a message today from somebody that was, I, I don't know if she was implying, she said she's in the medical field. I don't know if she said she was, or I couldn't tell if she was implying that women get the equivalent of like cheese dick as well, which I personally, yeah. oh God, why did you answer that so fast? What? Because <laughs> I've experienced <laughs> it. Yourself? Not, no, not personally, but I do some exams. Oh my God. What does that look like? We got to hear this. Like, honestly, I think it's like a build up of like toilet paper and like i don't know like vaginal dingleberry is what you're saying yeah it's like (laughs) poor hygiene like i like but like i've seen it bad where it's like all right like it's like a mixture of like vaginal like thick thicker vaginal discharge yeah you you brought this up we all suffer together um I would say like thicker vaginal discharge and 
toilet paper maybe that like doesn't all get cleared and cleaned and it's like you gotta spread those folds and splash some water up there type of thing like it's I, I think that it's this I think that the underlying cause is the same whether it's men or women or what have you and it's just that like we need to be a little bit more conscious of our hygiene there you know like pull pull the, pull the skin folds back and and rinse it out a bit i've experienced it with men as well however however this was unfortunately not during any kind of professional setting okay well now that everyone has turned off their computers and radios <laughs> um that's disgusting i've never i've never seen it on a woman i've never experienced it myself like i've never had quote dick cheese i don't even really want to know what dick yeah you're circumcised though i i've only ever seen it in uncircumcised was anyone was anyone saying that they've seen it no you needed to read the message i screwed up i it was a typo um what's a big fucking typo dick I know. <laughs> Sorry. So I was like, you've seen it on circumcised men? Like, I understand, yeah. like, how it could happen. Like, I don't understand all of it, but I can understand how having extra skin there would would play into that. But yeah. you said you had seen it on circumcised men. I was like, huh? No, no, I haven't. And did anyone say that they had? No. I, just I feel like if you one. see, I feel like if you see anything that's arguably, like, that on a man who's circumcised circumcised it's yeah sorry fumbling over my words here um then like i automatically start thinking like let's do some testing for infectious etiologies here but like on a, on a man who's on a man who's uncircumscribed uh, oh my god Jesus. <laughs> uncircumcised uncircumcised i'm positive i i i am positive i i have the paperwork no i didn't i didn't um i don't know maybe it's maybe it's a drink drinks getting me i don't know um but anyways i feel like there's an argument that it's not infectious related and that you know it could just be due to like poor hygiene in can men get yeast infections um yeah but pretty rare what does that look like i've never seen never it mind. honestly never mind actually actually i have seen it i have seen it but it's more so in like the groin area and like like groin yeah groin like skin folds and like between the folds of like the scrotum and the and the and the groin is is kind of where i've seen like yeast infections in men not not the same way they, like they're more skin yeast infections than they are um like urethral the way that women I promise why are we this is going to get this is going to get yeah, better. Why, I promise. Yeah, why? Yeah, why? Oh my god. I was wondering like why are we going down this rabbit hole right now? Let's not. Okay. Let's You let's, started it. I would just like to up. So dick cheese, gross, cool, whatever. <laughs> wash wash your dick, wash your cheese vagina. Vagina Can cheese. you recommend? Vagina cheese. Is it Ew, cheese? Vagina cheese. I yeah, it's called vagina cheese. I said on my snap that they, that somebody should mix their truffle butter with dick cheese and See what they come up with. <laughs> I think we're even grossing our guest out to the point yeah. where he, he wants to go. 
Yeah, the fact that but, he's even still surviving on here, I give him all the props. I've I've seen somebody that has dick cheese and it was the grossest thing ever. Oh, it was Wait. fucking disgusting. Oh, oh man, I apologize for you. Um, okay, not on a female. Never on a seen female? It on a female? Oh, never, no, never on a female. I didn't. Mm. I didn't know that was a thing. A thing. I guess today. you learn something new every day. Ugh. Yeah, I swear I've seen it on more females than males. Oh God! But oh, I, serious? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what my like sample. <laughs> Is that from doing the OBGYN uh, yeah. internship or whatever, or whatever the fuck you call it? Yeah. Yeah. Gross. God, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't become a fucking oh. gynecologist. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it wasn't for me either. Um, okay. So I feel like now is as good a time as any to formally introduce our guest. Um, we are going to call him Foreman and, um, we really wanted to have him on because, you know, I feel like we've had this revolving theme over the last 10, maybe more, maybe more like 20 episodes, give or take. You could maybe, I, I think that you could make the argument that this date, that this conversation has kind of been recurring and continuing to come back up in one way or another since our discussion with um, Luna, where she was in a kind of like unilaterally non-monogamous relationship, I guess I would call it. Like she was non-monogamous, but he was monogamous to her. Um, and then we were talking about um, the swingers and their um, kind of their version of non-monogamous relationships. And then even most recently talking about cheating, I would say that that is a kind of perspective on monogamy versus like like where do you draw that line and how do you define these things um and so i think that it is only fitting that we have a guest on who grew up in um a form of a polygamous household and was at least aware of it oh i feel like there's all forms yeah there's all different forms of polygamy yes absolutely all right, we'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Somebody's um, been doing some research. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, we're going to have him come on and talk about like his perspective of, of that, because I don't think that we have really gotten that yet. We've always had, um, kind of the firsthand in the in the midst of this and we haven't had anything that I would argue is like truly a polygamous household yet so um without further ado this is Foreman and we can't wait to hear your story and we're so thankful for you coming on (laughs) yeah no that's uh um, I'm kind of interested to see how it goes mm-hmm. let's start oh, and with, also you know I, I, I get a lot of people that ask questions and stuff and mainly that's because they see what they on tv maybe what they see in the news or usually reality tv yeah, really. and that's so far from what it really is 
that I just laugh if they start asking me questions. I'm like, yeah, you have no fucking idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh man. Well, if we put our feet in our mouth today, then I apologize in <laughs> advance. Bear with us. It's not meant to be offensive. <laughs> just at, a at, curiosity. at this point, you couldn't offend me with any question you asked. <laughs> so okay, I've, I've had it all at this point. <laughs> good, good. So let's start with like what, what you were just saying a minute ago, like what there's different mm-hmm. types of polygamy. Uh, so it, it all goes back to their religious beliefs and what some of their religious beliefs are. So there's, there's hundreds, especially here in Utah, little different groups that believe slightly different than the, than other ones. And so they'll separate themselves, at least from what I've seen, they've separated themselves based on those core beliefs that they've had since childhood. Are those, are those religious beliefs or are those yeah. uh, how they conduct their polygamy? Uh, so it's how they conduct their polygamy, but they do it based on a religious belief. Right. So there, there was a group, um, that was into doing some really, really messed up shit. And that was their belief based on the person leading them, their prophet. Right. And so to say, can we, can we ask like what their example was? Like what, what, Fucking what kids. were they doing? You well, think? um, I don't want to say names cause it's actually all over the place at the moment, but, um, he was, he believed in getting rid of all the males out of the group that he was running so that he could have control over the females and oh, marry wow. them off to who he wanted at his side to help him control that group. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so basically all of the, the women the females were, basically... were a commodity. So were yeah. they just like excommunicating all the men? Uh, he is straight up kicking them out. Wow. Just mm-hmm. sending them out on their, on their own, which, Coming from something like that is extremely, extremely fucked up. And um, when it looks like this, is it a like an entire community or is this all under one roof, one household, one? So this the particular incident I'm talking about was an entire community. Okay. Um, Okay. Which my family was a part of right before it started going down that path. Wow. And I. I believe my dad saw it going down that path and said, Nope, I want no part of this and left and basically started his own little thing. Now I'm assuming cause you're having a drink. I'm assuming that's a drink that you're not, you're no longer a practicing Mormon. No, no. And in fact, uh, they don't even consider themselves Mormon. Really? What do they mm. consider themselves? The, the true form of Mormonism, basically, because they believe that polygamy was originally what the the founder of the Mormon church believed in, and that's what he was supposed to be spreading. Mm. And that was part of the religious belief was that, and it just because uh, they ended up getting rid of it in, what, 1886, I believe it was. Um, my family always told me that... Um, how do I explain this? That basically what they were saying that they were no longer going to live polygamy wasn't real. And we were going to continue doing it anyway, because that was mm. the actual true form and we were going to live it to the fullest extent. 
Are you, do you have, still have a good relationship with your family? Um, yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did. I actually, when I left, I left on as good as terms as I could. Um, cause I saw a lot of people leave where they just took off or were kicked out. Right. Um, and I actually made the decision to leave. And so I'm still on real good terms, um, with my parents, the ones that are still alive anyway. Wow. So, so many, some of them wow. have gone. Wow. So how many, just how that many, statement alone, like I'm in awe. Yeah. So let's, let's, let's That's a strong statement. Yeah. So how many explain the family dynamic? How many, how many wives? Like, um, my dad had six. Um, damn player. <laughs> that, that's what you'd think. <laughs> that's what you'd think. Um, yeah, he had six. Um, we ended up with, I got to do the math in my head here real quick. 48 kids. Holy shit. Um, 50, if you count the two that he adopted along the way. What do you even yeah. provide for that many children? Well, I can tell you it was a struggle. We lived pretty, pretty cheap. Uh, I have do you, a, even, do you even know all those motherfuckers? <laughs> um, to be honest, I didn't meet my oldest brother until I was 17 years old. Wow. Because he took up and left. Like I said, I've seen some of them leave. He, he was the first one to leave, and I didn't meet him until 17. Wow. Wow. Okay, yeah. so... Oh, go ahead. No, nothing. Go ahead. Oh, okay. so I would guess then, just based on how you explain that structure, that there was only one male father figure in your family? Yeah. Oh, yes. And he, okay. was, he, he was the absolute authority. Okay. Everything went to him. He made the decision. Got it. And then did you know who your true birth mother was or did they like obscure that fact and you had six mothers and wouldn't know who, who was your mother? No, we knew. You knew. Okay. Uh, yes. Yep. Absolutely. Did you all live um, under one household? In the beginning? No. When, when I was, um, from far back as I can remember till about 10 or 15, we lived in separate houses. Like each um, of the six. No women. Um, so one house, we had three of his wives living in one house and three of them living in another one. And I, I really think that was so that he could get them to try and get along. <laughs> oh my gosh. I bet. <laughs> he, had, he had the A squad and the B squad. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then he had it lined up so that he would have one on Monday, come and stay with him in his personal room, one on Tuesday, one on Wednesday, and so forth till the end of the week. And Sunday, he got that room to himself. And they all slept in their own separate, either their houses or their rooms. Wow. Yeah, sounds good in theory, right? <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Did, oh my God, I'm having, I'm having trouble formulating thoughts here. Like, I don't know when you were, I'll, I'll go here because I'm still trying to process my other questions. When you were, however old you said, 10, 12, 15, 
when the two households changed, did you guys all mm-hmm. go under one roof? We did. Yep. Um, from about that time, we actually went out and built a house that would hold everybody. And okay. to this day, they're still all living there. Okay. And did that, um, like, what was that transition like? Having suddenly doubling your household size and your number of siblings running around did you know any of those siblings prior to then oh, oh yeah we we knew them all um, oh okay we would have quote-unquote sleepovers okay so some of the kids would go stay at one house some of them would come and stay at the other one um so yeah i knew them from birth you guys oh wow yes we were yeah. yep homeschooled um Junior high, they sent me to a Mormon private school because they didn't want to put me in public school. And then senior year, they put me in public school. So my first year in an actual real school was my senior year in high school. That's got to be a mind fuck for you. Uh, Yes, it was. (laughs) Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. So So, go ahead. You heard the, the, the Swinger podcast. Are are a lot of the things that they were talking about, like, I forget all the fucking terminology, but like them having to sit down with their bishop and like confess all this craziness. Like, did you was did you have to go through that same type of stuff? Uh, no, not exactly the same. So my dad was technically the bishop, okay, the quote unquote bishop. So he was basically in charge of everything. Um, so I didn't have to go down and sit down and talk with him and tell him all this stuff that was going on. Um, but he knew after 30 something, 36 kids or something, when I came along he, at that point, he just laughed at us. So, <laughs> yeah. so you're on the younger, you're on the younger on end of, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I couldn't tell you what number, <laughs> but there's, there's about 10 younger than me. Okay. Wow. And the structure that you described of your family, this is what I was trying to formulate into a nice uh, cohesive thought. The structure of your family where you had like one woman had each night and then and then your father had one night to himself. Was that something that was common and universal that like other families around you you saw doing like is that the is that the ideal is that the gold standard is one woman a night and one night for yourself or was that just how Um, he did it i believe that's just how he did it okay Um, because that was something that was never talked about you weren't allowed to talk about how that kind of stuff worked especially between families oh Uh, because each male like i was saying runs that household so they get to run it however they want it um, okay. And they all report to the council. What's the council? The count. The council would be like my dad as the bishop, um, and a couple of other guys that were uh, put in power. Would be the okay. easiest way to say it. Okay. Um, and and it would put it to them, and that they made the decision for the group. Mm. Mm. So, okay. do you have a bajillion brothers and sisters? Um, <laughs> Like I do, you should see reunions. I cannot even fucking imagine. Um, so, so do you, does your mother have several other children with your father? 
Yes. Yeah, she does. Um, I am. Figure this out here real quick. I am number six. I believe she had 10 through my dad. Okay. Now in this dynamic, did you, did, did you find that like you had a much closer relationship with your actual full blood brothers and sisters, or did it just not make a difference to you? Like any of your half brothers and sisters you were just as close with? Yeah. Yeah. It was basically like just having a million siblings. Right. I didn't see him any different than one of my flesh and blood. Obviously mm -hmm. we were aware of who was and who wasn't, but, um, what did end up happening was you, when there's that many, you end up growing up in like a group of kids that are all about the same age. And you're really, really close with that group. So the group I grew up with, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, how could you not? 40, however many you said, is like, that's an entire school class. And then some. <laughs> like <laughs> it's two school classes. Yeah. And that's a pro football team. Getting homeschooled. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we, I grew up in a group of about eight of us that were all fairly close, um, uh, especially the brothers. Brothers are really, really close. Uh, but the group that's just slightly older than me, they're all super, super close. We all get along. We all go mm. do stuff together still to this day. Oh, that's awesome. Um, but they're super close with the ones that they, quote unquote, grew up with. So are most mm. of them still, I guess we didn't really answer that question prior. I'm assuming you, you don't practice religiously or you do something no. else. Are most of your brothers and sisters still practicing? Um, no, it's kind of split. So most of, most of the men, no, some of the, the good portion of the women still are. The men uh, get out there and get some pussy. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what made me leave. <laughs> <laughs> you ended up following me somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. So... <laughs> How and when did they start explaining this to you growing up as a kid? And on top of that, did it differ at all the explanation and how this was taught to the boys in the household compared to the girls that were growing up? No, it was taught the same to all of us. Okay. Um, and it was done as far back as I remember. Um, from the beginning, they were, they were teaching us, you know, we were having, um, like, a we called it Sunday school. So Sunday, the family would all sit around and we would read scriptures and talk about that kind of stuff. So from, from go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh, I was just saying, so from a very, very young age that was basically drilled into us that, I mean, we knew we were different from a lot of the other people that we saw interacting, you know, going shop and doing stuff and interacting with the, uh, how do we call it? The, the outside world. The normies. The normies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we knew we were different, obviously, by the way that we dressed, um, you know, the way that uh, a lot of us did our hair and stuff like that was very, you can spot it a mile away, yeah. you know, hundred okay. percent. So we knew we were different, 
Um, mm-hmm. And they just told us that we would live in a higher form of religion than everybody else. And we had to accept that. And the rest of the population that wasn't doing that would go to hell. Hmm. Wow. And so like you, do you feel like the way that they taught you these things in the scriptures that you're read, that you read on, on Sundays at Sunday school, like, do you think that those were inherently teaching and ingraining some of the values of like, as, as the man, I am the, I am going to be the superior leader of my household. And as the girl soon to be woman, like growing up next to me, she's destined to be baby maker. forever. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but like forever answering. Yeah. yeah, forever answering to the male of the household. Yeah, that's that's absolutely how it was. Um yeah, the one, the, the male household that held the priesthood, the, the religion, and that um, he controlled everything, and the wife definitely would be subservient to him entirely. Messed up. So old school to me, <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Um, it's, it's just crazy to me that these pockets still exist teaching that's crazy basically just like the oppression of of women in general like in general from the time that they're born so many religions throughout the world are like that though like that's not yes that is not anything that's you know stuck here in america yeah you know to one religion um when, first of all, how many cars did y'all motherfuckers have, man? Damn. <laughs> and have you well, all ever been out to a restaurant together? Yes. Yes, we have. No fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. I usually, and I usually it's in groups of like 10 to 15 okay. that we all go out together, but I don't know if we've all gone. Your restaurant isn't big enough. That's what I was yeah. going to say. Yeah. I thought yeah, my we, family reunion, including like cousins, second cousins, grandparents, aunts, uncles, all of that adding up to like 20, 25 was <laughs> like just astronomical. So <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm used to seeing that around the dinner table. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Who the fuck does you know, the dishes, dog? We do. <laughs> Every single one of those little kids do. Oh my god! <laughs> Slave labor, you gotta love it. Oh yep, my free. god, that is fucking crazy. So, of all the you know siblings and yourself leaving, you know, the religion or whatever, like, was that an issue between your parents or at least with you and your father? Um, when I left, it wasn't. Um, but a lot, like, I watched a lot of my older siblings get kicked out. Um, either because they were going out and partying, uh, partying, being women, um, you know, doing all kinds of stuff. And so, um, yeah, he would, he would end up kicking them out if they weren't following the audacity, the, the religious, 
The audacity, of, the audacity of a man with six wives being pissed off about his sons trying to get some pussy. Yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> Dogs, <can you> <laughs> there? All right, and share some, dude. No shit. Yeah, I, yeah. I very distinctly remember I couldn't have been more than six years old watching my brother get kicked out and told never to come back. And he was probably 14 or 15 years old Holy shit. at wow. that time. Wow. Are they cool now? Yeah, 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 for the most part. What I want to know is where the fuck do you jerk off with 48 fucking kids in the same house as you? Um, it's a challenge because <laughs> yeah. it's not like you have your own room. <laughs> you know? Gotta go to the bathroom. Of, yeah, there's a lot of bathroom time. <laughs> you know, you got four boys living in one room and Holy one shit. bathroom to share between you. You better bet that bathroom's getting used. Yeah. <laughs> I asked the tough questions. What could I say, guys? <laughs> so was there was there ever any with like you and all of your siblings? I feel like I kind of get a sense in I think I know the answer to this already, but with you and your siblings all not being completely a hundred percent related and that some of them were more like half siblings. Um, was there ever any sexual tension between any of the siblings? And I, I mean, I, I can't imagine that if you're telling me that people are getting kicked out just for, I'm guessing like meeting women in the community and like trying to have relationships with women in the community that well, it's when they they're go telling outside you of the community. Okay. Sorry. I guess that, yeah, I'm, I'm using, yeah. Okay. I can use that. I can use those terms reversed. I was using community to me and like you're, what you're referring to is outside of the community, just like the world. Um, yes. so like when they go out and meet, meet people in the world and are trying to have relationships with in the world rather than within your community, then they're getting kicked out. So I, feel like I'm deducing that, okay, you have to be, if you're going to be polygamous with women, it has to be women within your community. But I can't imagine that that pool is very large. No. So it's, does it's that not. leave you with <laughs> siblings as options? I was going to say, that was a really loaded question. Let me just stop. That, I, I want to interject for one, for one <laughs> second, because it was a question, her and I obviously talked about all of this prior, but it's a question that I had. Um, I, I don't have any half siblings. I don't, I've never had a step sister or anything like that, but I know it's a fucking thing that step siblings, you know, that, that can hundred percent be a thing that they end up fucking. Yeah. And but the difference is that step siblings are I'm like 0% correct. related. Right. And my, and it was just out of just, you know, pure morbid curiosity, especially knowing like 48 fucking kids. That's a lot of fucking kids that may or may not really know each other too fucking well. I was just really genuinely curious, especially now knowing that there's so many kids. Um, was there ever any sexual tension between any of the kids, like the boys and the girls? Um, yeah, sorry. I had to clarify, like, I had to <laughs> clarify all that for you because the way you threw it out there, people are going to think you're fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I never cared if people think I'm weird, so... <laughs> So, so like, like I was saying before, you know, we all grew up as uh, a group. 
So I never saw any sexual tension because we considered us all brother and sister, regardless. Now, other families, I have seen sexual tension in other families, and I've heard some really fucked up stories. Uh, but I won't go into it because I don't know if it's true or not. Right. Ah, That's why. Shame. Yeah, respectable with shame. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you can, I'm sure, imagine. Yeah. It doesn't take much to put that together in your head. Yeah. Um, Right. Did you know, did you know of other households that had um, like multiple men and multiple women in them? Or were they all structured that you knew of the same as yours, where it was one man with multiple women? It was always one man and one yeah. multiple women, you know, okay. and six, my, my dad having six wives was uh, um, in our little group. It was the most in some of the others. It was the least. Oh, really? Um, wow. Oh, so this is another topic her and I discussed because she wanted to know. Mm-hmm. If there is, if the polygamy works the other way and there's a woman out there with like all these fucking dudes, <laughs> I have personally never heard of that, especially, I mean, religion is so geared towards masculinity. I've, I've yet mm-hmm. to hear of one religion that's not, but I also, I was talking to my boy right before this and he was, um, he was asking me like what, what the podcast was about and he's African and I have two very close friends that are African. And he was like, polygamy, call your boy, man. Call your boy back in Nigeria. His dad <laughs> has 20 fucking wives. This, that, and the other. I'm like, all right. I, I don't, I don't need to do all that. I said, but I ran it by him. And I was like, cause he was like in Africa, like they, they all have multiple wives. And I was right. like, yeah, I said, okay, but have you ever heard of a woman having multiple husbands? He's like, Oh, get the fuck out of here. That's American shit. <laughs> I said, I don't think it is because I've never heard of it. And neither have I either. I'm not sure. I'm sure maybe that's out there. I cannot fucking. For all I know. I can't imagine. (laughs) I feel like we know about it. I feel like we would know about it. Maybe in some strange sort of cuck situation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, even so, man. But if there's a woman out there with multiple husbands, holler at us. Love to have you on. Maybe the chick from a few weeks ago, like if anyone was to have it, it would be oh, her. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> right. Bubbles. <laughs> so do you, do you feel like this upbringing has had any, well, you know, let me back up a second. Like, I know that you said that going out to grocery stores or whatever, you felt that your family was different and you realized that you were different but at at what point did you realize that like the structure and relationships in your family were different from the rest of the world say or was that part of the early teachings and it was like they presented it to you as like this is different this is superior um yeah it was basically that um, okay it's different it is superior um you know, I get the very first question most people ask me is, oh, what's it like growing up in that kind of a family? I'm like, I that's, don't know what's it like growing up in a regular one. Yeah, that's <laughs> such no a loaded idea. question. Yeah. That's, that's a really good answer. I don't have the foggiest idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Growing up is growing up, right? Like you don't have, a, yeah. <laughs> you don't have any standard of comparison. That, yeah, yeah, that, exactly. 
Yeah. Um, okay. So you pretty much from the start knew that that was different. At what point did you start to question it then? Uh, I'd say about 14, 15. Cause I okay. can remember, I remember exactly. Yeah. Um, I was sitting in church um, and at 14, 15, you're now starting to become a man, right? Yeah. So I was looking around and I was like, okay, which one of these bitches in here is going to be my wife? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> and as I was scanning over, I was like, not a single one do I want. <laughs> you know oh I'm, I'm i'm related to this half and this other half i'm not interested in <laughs> so i started that that made me start critically thinking you know what they were teaching me and what they were telling me and really looking into it because up to that point i was all in wow um, yeah that? and that, that stands out quite a bit to me mm-hmm. because that was that point where i was like oh, okay maybe they don't know what they're doing yeah. So hold on on that on the topic of you looking around and all that. Like, <clears throat> I, I I have a pretty good idea. I'm pretty sure I know what you're talking about as far as the clothing. But can you describe a little bit of like the clothing that you guys would have to wear? And was this homemade clothing? You could be um, hot and modest at the same time. I would just like to say that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um. So so some of it was homemade. Um. One of my mom's one of those hoes made it. Yeah, <laughs> one of my dad's hoes made it. Um, yeah, she she would make some clothes for us. Ninety um, percent what we got was stuff handed down. Okay, so we wore the same stuff as some of our older because it was. I can't imagine what the bill would be to clothes. I mean, all monetarily, those. it makes all the sense in the world. <laughs> oh yeah, right. <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. uh, Don't throw those out. (laughs) (laughs) You have no idea. (laughs) God, do they hand out underwear? Yes, I was just going to say, even down to underwear. No. Um, Because that's what was homemade. The the underwear was always homemade. I have a pair of homemade underwear. (laughs) Underwear (laughs) was Yeah, you you do? I didn't make I made them. (laughs) I made them. I made them. We can talk about this off air. Yeah. <laughs> I was say, I'm, I, I'm sure they don't go all the way down to your ankles, though. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> that, that was our underwear. We, we had two sets, one that went from waist to ankles and one went from waist to your neck and all the way down to your wrists. Holy and that was your underwear. It was made out of white cotton until you were old enough that they could give you the priesthood. And then it became a one-piece suit that you wore that was all white cotton with a flap in the back. And I, I even made it to that point by 14, 15, I was wearing those and start to go to school wearing that shit. Oh, my God. That's got to be hot in the summer. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because <sighs> your outer clothes have to be the same way. Oh my your outer God. clothes have to right. cover from they have waist to, cover to it. ankle. Yep. Oh, yep. wow. so it has to be entirely covered. I just <laughs> I can't get over the heat factor. I don't care about the rest of it. I'm like, God damn, I'd be so hot. Yeah. Right? And the, the sad thing is, is that most of us do a lot of manual labor because of the school. So we're outside working in the heat, working in the weather. 
dressed like that. God damn. Oh, man. That is wild. That truly is. We get a lot of shit done, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, I like, I'm kind of just, I don't even know where to go from there. <laughs> I'm so stuck on these underwear. <laughs> so, um, not, not comfortable in the slightest. Oh, really? It sounds, it sounds amazing. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Well, think about wearing a pair of sweats underneath your jeans. Oh, okay. oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that sounds terrible. I don't even like um, to wear underwear. Yeah, for real. Okay. So, uh, like, clothing tangent aside, like, was the clothing the only thing that kind of turned you off from that other half of the women or, you know, was there, was there more? There was a lot more. Um, The main thing was sex. hundred percent. What about it? Well, we were taught that uh, sex was only used for procreating. Clearly. (laughs) (laughs) Your father has busted 48 nuts in his life. Um, I just feel, I feel like though the whole, sorry to interrupt you. I feel like the whole, oh, he spends one night with each woman goes against that though. To me, that like, I heard that and I'm like, oh yeah, like. I I, I knew some, I know some Christians growing up like this. And I think what it comes down to is not that it's just sex for procreation. They don't use contraception. So if they get pregnant, they roll with it. If they don't get pregnant, they roll with that. I have. So yep, I think it's I more, along, more along those lines than just, all right, uh, it's baby time. Yeah. Open your well, vagina. I mean, there was, there was definitely that. Okay. Um, you know, it's been two years since your last kid. You need to get pregnant again. You know, I've definitely heard stories like that, but mm. they never talked about what went on in the bedroom. And I'm sure that it was him trying to make each one of those women have their time with him. So that there wasn't as much jealousy, jealousy yeah. that went on in the household. Yeah. Because mm. he was married. The very first two women he married were sisters. Damn. The, wow. the, the, the next two set were also sisters. This guy's what? living my dream. This is some <laughs> bullshit. Okay. So this reminds me of the question that escaped my head. Um, like, did you live through the dynamic of another woman being added to the dynamic and how did that change things and how was the jealousy kind of combated oh i didn't actually because being one of the youngest they were all there yeah um uh, and it happened right before i was born he married his last two right before i was born um so i've heard a lot of my older brothers and sisters talking about how uh, the one kid, like I said, he adopted two of them. The one of them came in at 13 years old or 14 years old, came into the family and was accepted as one of the siblings. And they said that was extremely difficult to do because they had no idea who this motherfucker was. Oh, coming into their can, family. You imagine, can you imagine being the adopted kid? They're like, really? This is what y'all sold me off to? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, are uh, you fucking serious right now? 
This I I couldn't imagine that. That'd be that's, geesh, that'd 13, be so rough. That's got to be a mind fuck. Going we're, from one family and transfer right into another one, basically. Where they are, and so they already came from those types of families. Yes. Yeah, so okay. so uh, um, let me think was about it, this one. Was it like a cheating relationship where he like went outside of his six wives and slept with another? No, he said that he said like, adopted, woman. He said adopt. I know. That I know. Implies that there's like, no relation. If he was no, a father, there, there was an adoption. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So what all right. would happen was because I don't know. A lot of the the heads were re- would be really old. One of them would die. They would have, you know, four, six, eight wives that now wow. didn't have a source of income. They didn't have, you know, they didn't have anybody to provide. So the council would step up and say, okay, this wife goes here, this wife goes here, this wife goes here. Um, And then they would move into that family. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I honestly have no idea, but uh, when my dad offered me wives, that's what it sounded like to me. Wow. Wow. (laughs) So I, I think they dictate, they get together and they, okay, this is where she's going to go because we think she'd fit best. I think she'd fit best over here. You take this one and everybody's happy. That is fucking wild. So we're going <laughs> to back up a sec. Did you just say that your dad offered you a wife? Yeah, he offered me more than one at one point. Um, I had already left um, and I was helping him uh, get some properties ready that he had purchased. And he was like, you could stay here live here, take care of these properties. We might can get you a couple of wives to come up and join you as well. And I straight just turned him down at that point. <laughs> I mean, it's a good selling point. That's not going to sell. Yeah. <laughs> to, to an 18 year old kid, it didn't sell me shit. Oh, wow. yeah. That could imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Did any part of that ever appeal to you? Uh, it did in the beginning, just because mm-hmm. I believe um, I bought into what they were trying to sell. Yeah. So in the beginning, and it did. The whole like never, n- like never being, never having to settle down with just one person, does that? Like, does that part of things still appeal at all or no, just because of where it's rooted? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've done the marriage thing. Um, Didn't work out since then. It's, um, I like to, I like to try and have multiples that I can do the Monday night. You know, I think my dad was onto something there. Sister. Get you some sisters, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Just to see what it's all about. Oh, man. Yeah. So, so I'm assuming that the marriage was a monogamous marriage that you yeah, attempted. Okay. And did so, also, did she also come from? She did not. A religious, no, okay. no, she's somebody I had met after I'd already left. Okay. And. Have you have you ever gone back and tried things out with anyone like from within the community? No, no, okay. I haven't. Um, 
I know people that have, and it's worked yeah. out really well for him. Really? But it's just not the type of person that I am. Okay. I want something different out of relationships and stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> it's create create well. your own polygamous household. <laughs> <laughs> In a sense, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like this upbringing and like this family that the family dynamic that you grew up in and stuff has impacted at all your like sexual relationships or your view on relationships yeah yeah absolutely um like i said they taught us that you know sex was straight for procreation and that was it it wasn't mm-hmm. supposed to be fun involved um and Crazy. I've always at a young age, I was fascinated in stuff that they told me I wasn't supposed to be looking at. Um, and that included anything sexual. Um, and as soon as I found something sexual the first time, I was off to the races. I was <laughs> seeing what I could learn you about off, it. Seeing you mean off to I the could... bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> well, the first time I found something like that, I was probably seven. So I don't think not quite yet. <laughs> not yeah. quite yet, but I was trying, motherfucker. I was trying. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Men are crazy. <laughs> oh. So if I can poke and prod a little, to what mm. to what extent do you feel like this has affected you? Well, I think because it was such a hidden, non-talked about subject, I went exactly the opposite way as fast as I could go. Okay. So learn what I could, um, experiment, try a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and as soon as I was old enough and actually started doing that, I was like, there's no way I'm going back. Absolutely no way. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So in terms of the like sex for fun type of thing, that once yeah. you experienced that, you were like sex is fun. We're going to keep doing this for fun. We're not going to go and do this just for procreation. Well, yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Isn't that everybody's mindset or something like that? (laughs) Does, does any part of you think that like, that is a teaching that isn't actually practiced? What do you mean? Like, like that they tell you, that sex is only for the purpose of procreation and that's all that we do it for and that like that's yeah, not yeah, true they, that they are having sex for fun you don't know the, they, the, they, you don't know the extent of their sex life though like no i have i have no idea dude for all i know my dad was a fucking freak right i, ha- I don't have the foggiest idea because it was never ever talked about I it was something that was that just hush hush that are that committed to a religion or anything any type of thing that you could you know misconstrue as religion or whatever the fuck like when you're that like devoted and like that hardcore into it i really believe like probably a lot of those people really do follow like a very strict whatever because you know not everybody is sexual so there's that yes you know what i mean like there are some people that just are not sexual beings so I think when you, I think, you know, I think for probably a lot of them, anybody that's going to get involved in that type of thing probably isn't too sexually adventurous anyway. Yeah. Well, well, I know that I've seen, 
especially once I got out and started trying things like that, started experimenting sexually and come back and talk to uh, the men of different households. I'd be like, yeah, bro, you're vanilla as fuck. Sorry. (laughs) You have had had no fun whatsoever. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. What the fuck did I just say? I was so... six, six bitches giving blowjobs. Oh, I said, That's what I heard. I said, I said, dude's got six bitches never had a blowjob in his life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair, 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 fair. Just saying. I would, oh. be, I would be having six blowjobs a night. Same <laughs> fucking time. Same time. Yeah. Yeah, that we know you. Sounds good to me if that was the case that it went. <laughs> yeah, they, it'd be a different... would, they would all live in their own house. I would have my own apartment somewhere by myself. <laughs> <laughs> all you bitches and uh, all you kids get the fuck away from me. See, I like this. I think I'm going to start something. <laughs> something very similar. Yeah. <laughs> y'all, get, y'all get your own house, but you're all mine. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'll choose on. which one I come to. I'm working on it personally. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You have anything else you want to add? Mm. Med school? No, nothing in particular. I think that I have exhausted the questions that I could think of. Um, A big, giant thank you for coming and sharing your story. Is Is there anything else that you want to add that you wanted to get out there that we haven't touched on? Uh. No, not that I can think of. Right well, I think we tried to touch on as much of it as we possibly could. And if anybody does have questions after hearing this, you can send them to me on Snap, and I'm sure we'll get them yeah. answered for you. Definitely. Can do oh, a yeah, follow-up. I'm sure, I'm sure there will have... be a few. Yeah. <laughs> guarantee it. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Can you guys still hear me? Yeah. Okay. I appreciate you coming on. Um and being so open and candid with us. Uh, I think this has been very informative. <laughs> Good work for it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's my pleasure, guys. I appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, of course. All right, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, remember, always be a good girl for daddy. Bye.